today's price is not today's price. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. This is the Maverick Podcast. I am your host, DJ Maverick, singer, songwriter, the one and only Lucius Colston. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Pleasure to be here, man. How's it going? Good. Everything is awesome. Super awesome. Everything's growing. Before we dive in, maybe for the 1% of the people out there that don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, My name is Lucius, Lucius Colston. I'm a singer, songwriter, producer. Um, Anything that has to do with creativity as far as music goes. I yeah, got my, I got my hands on it. Yeah, we were talking about because I was really impressed with your production. It was like all over the place. And then we were talking about the guitars and you're like, that's a real guitar. That's me. Like, yeah, super impressive. Congratulations. on Thank all you. That. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it just comes from practice. Yeah. Like practice. OK. I, I started off on acoustic. I use my acoustic to get the idea down and yeah. then I'll replay it on my keyboard. OK. So, um it's just like a whole process I do. So yeah. I'll hear it. I'll be jamming around on my acoustic, mm-hmm. my little mini travel acoustic. And I'm like, okay, that sounds cool. And then I'll play it. And if I don't like the recording, yeah. I'll just replay it in MIDI. Okay. And then put an amp on it and just okay. make it sound crazy. But most of the time, I'm pretty cool with just taking it straight to the yeah. okay. recording. Cool. So where did you grow up? Did you like grow up over here in Oklahoma? Uh, man, I'm from, from a place called Columbus, Georgia. Columbus, Georgia. Yeah, Columbus, Georgia, okay. man. It is a, it's an awesome place. It's it's yeah. growing. It's growing a lot. It's okay. right. It's south of Atlanta. Okay. You know, maybe southeast of Atlanta. In Atlanta, the music scene is like crazy, oh, right? Oh, man. Like, it's, everybody. It's beautiful. Up, right? yeah. 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 Everybody. Everybody, yeah. man. It's, it's We're just oozing with talent. We're born yeah. with it. Yeah, was yeah. that like your main influence, like uh, growing up, like just all the Atlanta artists, or what kind of stuff were you into? Man, my biggest influence growing up musically was actually two artists. It was Biggie Smalls and Three Six Mafia. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all it's right. crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting maybe like Outkast or somebody from Atlanta. I, man, I did. You yeah. know, I discovered Outkast in college, man. Okay. Yeah, so I just I I never really got into them. They were always yeah. cool. Yeah. But I just never really. You know, yeah. I don't know. I just like some hard street rap. Okay, man, when it just All right. comes to it. Yeah, because I mean, Outkast. It, it kind of reminds me a little bit about you because, like, yeah. they they're not afraid to try different genres, different instruments. Like, they're all True. over the place. They're not a traditional like hip hop, like you know, act or whatever. Right? Agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, you know, and that's the beauty of it is that um, there's so much musical influence down there that you want to branch out. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to experiment, and I think that's why uh, Atlanta has been such a hub for creativity yeah for sure is that it's so many such a melting pot but columbus um on the other hand i just feel like it's a big it's a big military base down there called fort benning okay and uh so it's a lot of military and stuff down there but columbus is just it's not as busy as atlanta mm-hmm. but it's it's just it's great man it's like you get the busyness but not the craziness i see okay you know what i'm saying so cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, growing up, like, what were you into? Was it always music, or were you into sports, or maybe like academics? Like, what yeah, was it? You know, I don't have an athletic bone in my body. No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, That's I lift, right. I lift a little weights right now. You know, yeah. just for age. But yeah. uh, you know, no, man, I always had uh, music. Okay, always. Seventh grade, I started out in the orchestra. Really? I was playing bass, okay. cello, and viola. I didn't say I was good, but <laughs> hey, that's just, exposure to music right yeah, there, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I really was a uh, keen, and 
what really got me into music was I just sucked at everything else. All yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Literally, I uh, I got cut from every team. Okay. I, I tried. It yeah. just didn't happen. Okay. You know? So were you kind of like an introvert in, in school or were you, were you kind of popular? Like, oh, how man. would you describe All yourself? musicians are introverts. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I mean, most, yeah. you know, I don't know who's listening, but yeah, right. I was always introverted. Okay. Always. You know, I, I was in a weird spot in school. So I was like right underneath the popular kids. Okay. I was known, but not yeah. known well enough. I was just known for music, believe okay. it or not. Cool. So yeah. did you do some uh, performing or something in school or what? I uh, I started recording my first album on a Xbox. No way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How? Like the so, like a video game or something or what? No, this is what I would do. So I would burn a CD and uh-huh. I would get some beats and okay. um, download them off LimeWire. You mm-hmm. know, dating myself. <laughs> yeah. hey, it's already past the, the legal present, right? Yeah, we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, downloading, right? Yeah, I, was, I was stealing. I was stealing beats, man, yeah. from LimeWire. And okay. I would burn a CD and I would put it on my Xbox and uh-huh. uh, I would wait till my mom left the house and I would crank it all the way up. Okay. And I had this MP3 player that would record audio and uh, I taped okay. it to a hanger and I just hung it upside down. Nice. And I would just spit all my raps okay. while the beat was blaring in the background and I'd be yelling my raps. Okay. And cool, then cool. I was able to uh, use Audacity to make my first album. Man. And, and yeah. you did the whole album that way? Whole, whole yeah. album. It was like okay. 15 songs. It was you called still, Friday the 13th. You still got it or no? No, man. Nah. I got a buddy back home. Nah. He has it and I know he's just yeah. he's holding that thing. You got to put that out. I want to hear it. <laughs> I know what he's doing. Yeah. He's waiting. He's waiting for you. He's like, all right, I got this like un- unreleased yeah, material. Yeah. He's right. gonna eBay it or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's yeah. cool. I mean, that that just talks about like when you want something, it yeah. doesn't matter, right? Like what you have, what you don't have. A lot of people are like, hey, I want to do this project, but I don't have the gear or whatever. And you're like, hey, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. I just always had that do it myself mentality. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. I just always, I don't know. It's just music has always just been there for me, and yeah. there is nothing even today. There's nothing that can stop me from recording. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I know that you write a lot of your stuff. So even in that first album, did you write everything on the album? Or what? some of it was freestyle, and then okay. some of it was written. But yeah, okay. I do, I do write a lot, man. Yeah. I think there's this like whole stigma now about writing, right? Lyrics, you know, writing. Well, as far as like rap goes, yeah, everybody wants to be Jay Z. One yeah. take, I don't write yeah. anything, right? Yeah, it's, over, it's overrated, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. it's just however it comes to you. Yeah, for sure. But I, I do find this. So if you do it enough, mm-hmm. songs just come to you okay. all the time. All right. Like, like literally, they're just there. And so, if you do it yeah. enough, it, you can get that no pad, no pen. Okay. Type. And energy. walk me through that process. Like, how do you usually start like making a song? Do you get like a beat stuck in your head, or maybe just like a little like melody, or like how uh, does it start? Man, it's just routine. So sometimes I start off with my. Recently, in the past two years, I've just been all acoustic, okay. and so I start off with. Um, some cowboy chords, maybe like an A minor or a G or something like that. Uh-huh. And I'll just hum to it or sing okay. to it. And I, it's just all emotion, you know? Mm-hmm. And then sometimes if I want an upbeat song, I start off with the drums. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I got to make people dance. So yeah. it's like, I got to start off with the drums. Cool. Yeah, so. I like that. When you're laying down drums, do you do that with an instrument or do you do it on man, a laptop? Man, I'm a, I'm a finger you... drummer, man. Yeah. So I get in there. <laughs> Cool. You know, all meeting. Yeah, yeah, you remember yeah. back in the day at the lunch table, yeah, man. I, I was that guy with the some pencil. of the hardest beats went down on those <laughs> Grinding, lunch tables. You know, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> cool. 
Cool. Yeah, I was that guy, man. So I do okay. a lot of finger drums. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to play the real drums yet. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And I was reading sort of your background. You started with like a little Casio. Is that right? Or what? Yeah, man. Yeah. So my sister and my brother, I got a bunch of brothers and sisters. Um, okay. They would, there's in Columbus, there's this uh, club called Hollywood Connection. Or it was actually mm-hmm. called The Back Door. It yeah. was a teen club. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they would all go out. And I just had to stay at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you weren't old enough or what? I, I wasn't yeah. old enough, man. Yeah. And I, it's like being the littlest brother, you're like, mm-hmm. you just never feel old enough. And then you're never old enough to get into the club. So I was just me and my Casio okay. in that room. And I didn't know I was doing them, but I would just play chords. Yeah. Play with the little drum sequencer. And it's nice. just always <laughs> been music, man. Man. Yeah. Along the way, did you ever take any like actual like lessons for guitar or anything? Or no, I uh, started lessons like two years ago on the acoustic guitar. But okay. uh, man, just the whole lesson thing. Yeah, I don't know. You know, you don't think it's it's necessary? It sounds like, huh? Uh it's necessary to perfect it. Like if mm-hmm. you want to, because you want to be the best, you know, and yeah. you want to make something that's pleasing to people. But sure. um, just when you're just starting off, no, it's not yeah. necessary. You know. Okay. But I don't know. I just always, any structured education, I would always just buck against it. Okay. You know. Cool. So are you one of those people, I'm always envious of the people that can hear something, a melody, and they just start figuring it out and play it by ear. I'm growing into that yeah? guy. Yeah. Okay. I'm spending a lot of time <laughs> in my room. I'm growing into that guy. Yeah. Where I can I can kind of hear a chord. But okay. no, um, MIDI has been a big deal for me. Mm. I've always been able to, um, I'm a visual learner, so I have to see okay what i'm playing um and that's been a big deal for me to be able to keep everything in key yeah and keep everything sounding right even my even singing okay you know if i know what key i'm in then i can kind of adjust my voice and stay down there okay do you remember uh your first sort of performance or like how did we go from xbox we're laying down the Uh, first album how do we go to like performing my first my first performance was always um high school Okay. Uh, so it was like the first early morning mm-hmm. when they uh, all the kids are outside in the commons area. Yeah, I would yeah. just drop a freestyle. Really? Okay. Yeah, man. I was just freestyling. Were you like battle rapping like kids? Man, I nah. never got into battle <laughs> rapping, but man, right. if you got a good beat, I'm yeah. going to rap on it, you know? Okay. And um, now, trans, you know, growing into that, once I moved up here, I came to the ACM to okay. do music. And so my first performance there was uh, just like, like the Jazz Lab or something like that in uh, Edmond. Okay. You know, um, yeah. but originally I started off, I was in a band for a little bit and it was okay. kind of like the gorillas. It was like, oh, a, okay. It was that like makes a, sense. I mean, like you're kind of interested in all kinds of genres. Yeah. We were talking about that off camera, how yeah. like you've got like some heavy stuff with like guitar riffs. Right. And then you've got some more like traditional, like, I guess you would call it hip hop. Yeah. And yeah. then some stuff is like a combination uh, where it's like spacey sort of like production but then the flow reminds me of like a trap flow or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Man, I, I really started off as a rapper. And then okay. more recently, I've kind of changed that. You okay. know, I, I still love rap. I still listen to rap every day. Yeah. But I kind of grew. And I just want to experiment and expand more. Because yeah. I, I think about it, I'm playing the long game. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of artists, they want it now. And they want it. They want to blow up overnight right. and stuff like that. but And they may just do like what's hot right now and they right. put themselves in a box or something like yeah. that. Right? I'm, I'm seeing yeah. Willie Nelson, man. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> I, I want like to be that. 85 touring. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you want to come and see an 85-year-old rapper. I mean, people go see Willie, right? Like, yeah, there so. you go. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. my thing is I, when I, I started thinking like that, that's when I got mm-hmm. more serious about my instruments. And okay. I was like, and I got more serious about my singing. Yeah, that's so, cool. 
the the cool thing about you is you can actually hold a note, right? Because yeah, a lot of rappers you. want to sing, but then it's like auto tune. Oh, like, yeah, right? yeah. I try to stay away yeah. from the auto tune as much yeah. as I can, and yeah. uh, just because you know, I think as like AI and all technology grows, yeah, I think the ability to be real is becoming more rare and it will allow you to stand out more so yeah i don't try to put like I, i'm i'm human you know i might correct some correct some notes on my singing but sure it's i sound like how i sound right now on the record you know right, so right um the ai is going crazy did you see oh, the kanye ai yeah where they just like made a song and it sounded like dude, just like kanye that right? is scary but it it's is. beautiful at the same time <laughs> right. you know but then it's like do you copyright the the voice like who owns yeah. it like there's a lot of laws that are gonna have to happen yeah you know? man i think yeah. so i think eventually artists will start copywriting their voice their for voice sure. yeah yeah because man when they did it like it was super easy like why even bring the artists like they were doing everything and sounded just like Kanye and they could just like change the flow. Like it, it was pretty impressive. And this is just like early, right? Imagine yeah. what it's going to be like a few years down the road. I know. You know what though? I think the beauty of it is it's going to make real art that much more like stand out that much more. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's a funny joke, but would you like, when you get in a car, are you going to listen to Kanye singing something in the orange by Zach Bryan? Uh, You're not going right. to listen to that. You're going right. to listen to the real song. So yeah, it's kind of like point. a meme culture right now for me. I, that's how yeah. I take it. You know, yeah. it's very entertaining though. I'm not down in it yeah. at all. You know? if, <laughs> yeah. they got a, if they got a new Tupac record out. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm going to play that man for sure. Yeah. So uh, let's talk a little bit about that. You know, you mentioned a few influences, but then as you sort of were figuring out your voice as an artist, like where, what direction did you want to go? Because you you started with the band, and then did you decide, okay, I'm going to be a soloist? Like, what, what was what happened there? Man, the band was such a beautiful thing for me because uh, one, it was like more like a duo. So uh, okay. he's my friend, man. He basically taught me everything about, and he didn't teach me like hands on. I would just watch. He's like a wizard. Okay, you know, he's just one of those guys. He picks up the guitar. And it's magic, Man. you know. He yeah. plays the drums, and it's you know, it's it's Bonham. It's just crazy. You know what I mean? Amazing. He's just one of those guys, and I was <laughs> yeah. just always looking at him like, how in the hell? Right. And then uh, <laughs> our, our band, it peaked out. You know, it peaked out really, really good in a good way. Okay. And uh, we just kind of went our separate ways. And after yeah. that, I was like, wow. I was like, I gotta learn how to do that. Yeah. So I just stayed in the house. What was the name of the band? Uh, the band was name was Day One. Day One. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So after that, though, man, I was just like, I have to become that for myself. And yeah. I have to practice. I have to put in hours and become that wizard for myself. Yeah. And what was the, the thought process behind that? Did you just want, like, no limitations whenever something, like, you wanted to create, you wanted to be do, you know, do that without relying on somebody or what? No, I, you know what? Younger version of myself, man, mm. I was totally fine with relying on yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> but it was this thing, like, I have this addiction and this love for music that yeah. it comes before everything. And okay. so I was kind of forced into that. I'm like, well, you know, if I don't have these video cameras and I don't have these producers and I don't have, you know, the support of big name managers anymore. Right. I was like, that's not going to stop me from making music and that's not going to okay. stop me from pushing my career so yeah. my love for music literally surpasses everything uh, okay that's like awesome. it's an ob obsession Any, yeah. like surpasses anything that's cool how did you end up in oklahoma how do we go I, like if i was in atlanta oh. i don't know if i would like leave atlanta yeah right? man you know that's what? like a melting culture all kinds of artists super creative right? it, it was it was crazy so what happened with me pulling out of columbus georgia was um I graduated high school. Mm -hmm. So crazy story, man. I gra graduated high school. 
Um, and my sister, she was like, hey, she's like, do you know what you're going to do with your life? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'm just going to be a rapper. I was like, yeah. that's all I know. She was like, okay, that's great. But, she said that's great? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was like, kind of sarcastically. She yeah. was like, there's nothing about you that says you're a rapper. But she was like, if that's what you want to do, she's like, I'm going to help you. So she's yeah. like, hey, there's this music school up here in Oklahoma, and you should check it out. Okay. And our high school, man, I was a terrible person in high school. So I was, I kept getting kicked out of these high schools. How so? What were you? Man, like, I was just, just a wild. Troublemaker oh, or man, fights or what? Yeah, fighting and, fights. And, and just being crazy. Yeah. You know, just being, being 16, 17. <laughs> yeah, just normal high school stuff, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. drinking Robitussin yeah. whenever. Just doing, or, you <laughs> know, just tripping, man. So yeah, was, yeah. So okay. uh, after that, though, um, she was like, hey, this is what you should do. She was like, mm. She's like, I know you don't want to go to college, yeah. but she's like, just come up here for two weeks okay. and um, just so take. So she a was already here, or yeah, what? she was already she was, she was already, already up here. She okay. was already established and stuff like that. We're from okay. the same place, but um, she was like, just come up here for a vacation. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right. I was like, but I'm not going to school, right? And so she's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine, but you just need to get out of your environment. You just graduated. You've been there. You need to see something different. So I got up here, and um, she was like, hey, she's like come to my job. So she works at the university. Okay. And she was like, Hey, meet these people. And then nice. I met, um, the, this is a band here called the flaming lips. And I met those guys and oh, yeah. the manager of their band and stuff like that. And okay. Just really infatuated with them. And, um, yeah. she was like, can you make some music today? And I was like, yeah, I make music every day. So she got her friend's laptop and her friend brought her laptop in and I, mm. I wrote a song right there and I applied and, no I, and I got accepted into the on school the spot, on the spot. Right there, yeah, like man. Make, make a song real quick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I made a song and turned it in. The next thing I know, I got an acceptance letter. Okay. So uh, two weeks later, my mom's like, you ready to come home? And I was like, nah, I ain't coming back. And so <laughs> That's a crazy story. Yeah. She yeah. was pretty pissed, man. My yeah. mom was pissed. She's still pissed about that today. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it, it's, it's it, working. It seems like it, it was like sort of the one of the better options, right? Like if you yeah. were a troublemaker in high school and stuff, you didn't really know what you wanted to do. All of a sudden it's like, uh, I've got this path. I can be creative. Yeah, was, I can do something I love. Yeah, right? It was magical, man. Well, a lot of my family's military. Like okay. from the, a lot of my family joined the army. And uh, so I was kind of like me and my sister, we just kind of bucked that curve and was just like, nah. So that's yeah. where they were pushing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom, man, my mom. And uh, she has this saying, everybody should do active duty three to four years it should be mandatory in america <laughs> so you know i grew yeah. up like you know yeah, so yeah. I, I was getting in trouble but i was paying for it at home for sure yeah. okay um so uh i was just like nah man i'm not trying to go into the military and from there she was like you ready to come home and i was like nah no. i'll never see you again Bye. <laughs> <laughs> was there ever a plan b or were you like all in this nah, is it man there yeah. still ain't no plan b yeah I like no, that. It's never yeah. gonna be a plan B. Yeah. Man. No, this is it. If you do something enough, it has to happen. Right. You know, right. if you cut off all sources of retreat, mm. it has to happen. Yeah. A you lot know? of people, I guess, probably give up on their dreams just because they hear sort of the closest friends or family members say, like, hey, that's cool and all, but it's a difficult route, right? Yeah. And maybe they're trying to protect you. Maybe they're just like, you know, they have good intentions, but a lot of times they end up killing people's dreams that way, right? Mm. Well, you know, the beauty about having dreams is it's not really about achieving a dream. It's about who you become in pursuit yeah. of that dream. And so it's just like I've always girls, um, money, people, you, yeah. any anything that I have, it's always came through music. OK, so any leveled up, like even getting out of Columbus was was through music. That's cool. So everything, it's just music has funneled everything for me and it's going to continue to do that on a large scale. So, yeah. 
that's you know, awesome. I've, I've met the, the people that was like, oh man, you know, be for real. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> you always know. hear that, right? Yeah. Nobody ever yeah. says like, oh yeah, you're going to make it until you make it. And they're like, oh man, I knew, I, I knew, knew you was going to do right? that. I yeah. Knew, knew, I'll but, support you. But along the journey, nobody's ever cheering for you. No, man. Way, right? no. You, you know, you get, you get, you need one, uh, you know, you, you need about one friend that yeah. can hold you down. I got, I got Bird with me. So, okay. you That's know, cool. I, I keep, keep, you just need about one, man. If, yeah. if you see a, if you have a group, usually the group doesn't last of supporters. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you just got to have that one friend that kind of is just your anchor the whole time. Yeah. And so I've been blessed to have that. So what was that experience like, you know, going to school, you got in and then did you start to enjoy it? Or maybe you got in and you're man, like, maybe this isn't what I signed up for. You know, yeah. when I got to school, man, it was just a pure, it was my first big exposure to rock music. So oh, okay. there was no rap artist at that school. There was maybe one or two. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't a school for rap. It was a school of rock. Yeah. And so that's how I kind of joined the band. And it's because I was like, hey, all these kids are like master guitarists, they're master mm -hmm. drummers, master producers. Right. And some of the, the teachers there, man, they were working with Rick James and Coldplay and, and really? Flaming Lips. And so that's all, crazy. These, all these big, <laughs> big people, but they were yeah. none of them was with rap. Yeah. And so I was just hell bent on rap, man. And um, it just woke me up. And that's when I started hearing bands like The National, um, Prince, all of this rock music, yeah. um, Led Zeppelin, The Who, all of this stuff just started flooding my mind. Nice. And uh, so it was a really good experience. I was still I was still a, a little bit of a wild child doing that, but mm. um, music, I just, it always, I would get in trouble in college a little bit, and then I just end up staring back to the music. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm putting the, the puzzle pieces together now that you're mentioning The National, all these bands and then okay that's where the guitar influences come yeah in, right? yeah that's yeah. where all of it comes okay. from man everything cool. so it's, did you like pick up the guitar in school or like when when did you pick no, it up? no i picked it up right around the time the pandemic happened really yeah just then just then no way. I, yeah man. okay i'm gonna I'm i have an addictive personality man so when yeah. i get on something i'm on it you're like, all in six yeah. hours a day yeah yeah so uh yeah, I just got exposed to rock music and all these rock musicians I was around. Yeah. And slowly but surely rap just kind of faded for me. Okay. And you know, I did the I did the rap thing for a little bit and I made it some cool rap songs, but then afterwards I was just like, "Nah, man. I need to go this way." Yeah. I was so. checking out your your catalog on Spotify and some of the tracks that stood out were like 365, right? Where yeah. That's like, I guess you could say a more traditional hip hop or yeah, something like that, right? got bars on it, man. Yeah. I was barring them up on that one, yeah. man, for sure. What was one of them you were like, uh, I don't spit for free, when I speak, where's uh, a fee try, or something? Uh, like, what is that? <laughs> dun, 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 <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. I, I mess with that. Okay. Yeah, man. I've, I, like, you know, I've went, during that period, that was 2017, man. I was just like rapping yeah. every day. Every day, like every day, hell yeah. songs a day, maybe like 10 songs a day. But then I ran into tracks like Roses. Yeah. And that's like completely like on the other spectrum, right? Yeah, it's more, I want, it's kind of alt country a yeah. little bit, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know. And then something for the ladies, right? Like, yeah. hey, do you ever think about someone else, right? Like, yeah. talk about all this, <laughs> like, romantic, yeah. like, right? My, yeah. my newer, the music I've been releasing in 2020, what year is it? It's 2023. Mm -hmm. um, man, I just, I have like I really really love women a lot. Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and um I the muse about women. Yeah. I can every song, man, right? I don't really intend 
for all my songs to be love songs and they're not all in in my real life they're just yeah like i hear the music and that's what belongs on the music yeah but you know um you know yeah dude women just keep it you know one man and you know you just keep it you keep you on your toes right so does the inspiration come from being in love or breakups and heartbreak Man, the inspiration comes from being in love. Being in love, yeah, man. Okay. It comes from being in love, and I can hear, I, I can, I'm a, I'm a good storyteller, yeah. And so it's just like, I can hear where the story's gonna go and mm. where it should go, and also, so, I don't want to go the breakup. I feel like there's so much of that. Yeah, there's so much of that, and yeah, especially in like Latin music, it's all like uh, breakup. Let's do some tequila. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you brought tequila today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm not against breakup music right. at all, you right. know, but I want. There's so many different sides of love, and mm. I want to continue to highlight. Okay. The positive emotions of being in love. Yeah. You know, like the good side of it, because you know, like man, there's, there's like there's no better feeling than being in love. Like if you yep. really think about it, when you got a, a new girl or you've been with your old girl for a long time. Mm. It just once y'all are in that groove, it's just that upside of love is just where it's at, man. Right, right. And whoever you pick to be your partner, it has like the biggest influence in your life, right? Oh, it like does. it could be like your biggest like supporter, right? Like it could yeah. like push you to be the best version of you, or it could be like the opposite, right? To bring yeah. you down. Yeah. Everything crashes. You know what? Right? A relationship will show you who you actually are. Yeah. It brings out the demons and the and the good parts of you. Yeah, you know, and for me, I have so many friends and stuff. Uh, not I mean, not even just friends, but I could take a. You can be talking about anything, and it'll just resonate in my mind, and I'm like, okay, that's a song. Okay, and that's I'm gonna cool. make a song about it. And I have yeah. all these like fictitious women that I write about. Like, <laughs> I think awesome. fictitious is the word. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Okay. Have you ever wrote a song for like anybody that you were sort of like a ex or something like that? Uh, yeah, man, yeah. I did. And, you know, I, I got a, a bunch of kids out of that. So I, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So I, got, I got a couple yeah. of kids off doing that. I don't, um, you yeah. know, so it's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, pre- I pressed, you know, I was young and I pressed that button really, really hard. And I just, yeah. you know, every song was about her whole album was about her. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, it, you know, it's, it was it worked out pretty good for me. Yeah. That's cool. So here in Oklahoma, you know, you mentioned Flaming Lips. Are you able to like sort of do some collabs with some of these people that you've met along the way or what? Man, back in that, back in those times, a lot of people still know me as a rapper. Okay. And so just now recently, I've been getting people to reach out to me as a singer, songwriter, alternative country, whatever the music is, whatever. Yeah. So now I'm getting more looks for my guitar work and, okay. and my songwriting ability and Very performing cool. ability. So okay. back then when I was dealing with them, I was kind of more just in the rap field. I see. You know, okay. so now Do you still have like, a love for, for rap and hip hop or you think it's kind of like dwindling a bit or what? Man, I, I keep, I try to push it away every yeah. day, but I just love it. I love it. I love <laughs> it so much. Why do you want to push much. it away though? I mean. Man, you know, it's just because it's like a, I just, I don't know, man. I just try to, I feel like with rap, not all rappers. So there's creative rappers like Kendrick Lamar, and there's so much that you can do within the genre of rap. But as far as like carving a new path in rap music, you know what I mean? That can be, to me, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like a challenge, but I don't think I'm willing to put the work in to do that. Okay. You know, and I want to be able to be known as a musician, Mm. like, you know, with rap. So you think about like, you know, like somebody like Snoop Dogg, man, that's really like 
really really blazed rap like you right. you can't get no further than snoop you know I, Lil, or Lil wayne you can't get no further than that yeah and so there's kind of like i interpret it as a ceiling okay you know or where people will are willing to accept what a rapper can do mm-hmm. versus somebody like madonna or or somebody like morgan wallen or whatever you know if you listen to some some of this newer country stuff You'll hear that it sounds it has a lot of trap beats in it, right? So you're able to maneuver creativity. Yeah, I always hear the 808s on there. Yeah, now, right? yeah, yeah. So you're able to maneuver, or you know, you got like Bad Bunny and stuff. Even if you're you're doing your reggaeton, yeah. anything like that, you're able to maneuver creatively, more effectively to the okay. audience in other genres of music. And yeah. I like to think about rap fans; they grow up. You know, what I mean, some of the rap you were listening, like I, I love to listen to Three Six Mafia when I work out. Uh, but, okay. But you know, in my regular day to day life, that ain't gonna serve right, me too right. well right now. You know. You know what's crazy to me is like in rock music, you have like old rock stars, right? Yeah. But you never have like old hip hop stars. Right? That's true. What's man. up with that? You know? I don't know. I think it's rap is such a beauty in party mode. Yeah. Like you know, it's it's made for partying. It's made for. Now hip hop is different, but like rap, you know, are it's it's just it's for it has its moment. You think it's just like a young sport where like you can only do it for so long and then you're not cool anymore or what? I think in a sense, yeah. yeah. In a sense, yeah. I, and I think that it's not even about age, it's just about attention. Okay. So it's like how do you continue to hold attention as a yeah. rapper? And how do you continue to reinvent yourself? Okay. You know, without stepping outside of rap. So a lot of modern rap is it's has a lot more melody into it versus like when we were growing up, it was right. You know, DMX, you gotta really come you can't just yeah. say you're a rapper, you gotta come. <laughs> you gotta show up. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Every time you gotta show up yeah. too. And when you put out an album, it, every mm-hmm. eighteen track album, every track gotta go, you yeah. know. And so yeah. um, you know, I just worried about I was really focused on like how far can I go in this and okay. how how much how far creativity will my audience accept from me as yeah. a rapper okay and so that's what i was so really what are your of. uh goat rappers like give me like Man, top five goat Put rappers on number one <laughs> of all time is lil wayne of course i mm-hmm. i right now i feel like he don't get the love that yeah. he should get, yeah. uh, you know. They need to put some respect on his I, name, man. Right? For real, man. <laughs> forgot, you know, right? there wouldn't yeah. be a young thug without Lil Wayne. Yep. And so, um, my number one rapper right now is is Lil Wayne. Okay. Um, number two, just as far as like bars go, would have to be Biggie Smalls. Okay. You know, um, man, dude's just uh, like a lyrical genius and, and storytelling, right? Oh, like. God. Just makes you like view everything with the yeah. bars, right? Like yeah. come through the door, Waving right? Full, full. Right? Like yeah, all crazy, right? Pop, like, don't kill me, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Super. So, like you're like, okay, I'm in the room with him. Yeah, right? you you yeah. feel him, you know, yeah. and it's so vivid. And my third favorite rapper, uh, of course, would be Three Six Mafia as a group. Okay. So I feel like the way that they complemented each other. Yeah. Um, like Juicy J, Project Pat, Crunchy Black. And Laura Infamous, just the way, and, and Gangsta Boo, the chat, mm. just how they were able to make one person out of five people. Yeah. So when you heard 3 Six Mafia, everybody had a different flow right, on right. one track. You yeah, know what I'm saying? For and sure. That just kept, and then they even branched out with Lil White, Insane Clown Posse, and all this stuff, man. So that's my three. Um, okay. My fourth, believe it or not, I can't shake them, it would have to be Kid Cudi. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm a, I'm a okay. kid cutty groupie, man. Cool. He's yeah. kind of like spacey, like oh, man. more lyrical. Stoner right? rap yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay. kid cutty just because of how different it was. Yeah. And when he came out, just the way that he spoke to to the kids. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those kids he spoke to for sure. Okay. Um, and number five would, man, probably be future. Really? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. Future, I, uh, I thought that Kendrick was going to make your list for sure. No, I would have to go, man, f- future, future? Yeah, yeah, future, man, for okay. real, man. Just because uh, the melodies Yeah. and then people don't take it as lyrical, but if right. you hear some of the stuff he's saying, it's, it's yeah. like genius, man. Okay. You All right. I mean? Yeah, because some people might say that's more like mumble rap or something yeah right? well you just gotta listen yeah. you know you gotta and it's so it's so much emotion in it mm-hmm. you know like you really like you i love the music when it, the music feels like drugs okay you know yeah. you don't have to be high you don't have to indulge in that okay. the music gets you high okay you know in cool. future i feel like he's able to create that three six mafia i feel like he's they're able to create that or right. were and and lil wayne i feel like he create that and, and biggie smalls he just puts you in that you know, you feel like you got Timberlands on when you listen to that. Right. So it's just like, it's <laughs> yeah. about being able to put the listener into that mental space that you were in when you were creating. Okay. Was the, the chopped and screwed stuff big in Atlanta too, or is that just like a Texas thing? Um, no, nah, man, I didn't really get into the chopped and screwed. Okay. I, I steered clear that I was right. not into that. Cause a lot of the three, six uh, records, they were always like chopped and screwed. Man, sometimes this stuff would scare me, man. Yeah. Cause they were like, they triple six off. I was like, man, I yeah. go to church too. I know, right? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it's like, you still got a little bit of church in you. And so you're like, yeah. ah, I don't know, bro. <laughs> like when they start slowing the track down and right. some of the stuff Laura Infamous would say, but you yeah. know, I was just like, ah, Nah, you were yeah. talking about the music sounding like drugs, chopped and screwed. That's basically what oh, it is, yeah, right? Yeah, like, but see, I never did syrup, man. Yeah, I never. I, the furthest I, I'm sober now, you know, but the furthest I ever went was, you know, where everybody went was just uh, smoke, smoking a little bit. Yeah. But, okay. You know, I. Nah, man. Yeah, it's uh, dangerous. Like yeah, so many man. people, like overdose and stuff on that stuff. Yeah, that stuff crazy. scared me, man. Yeah. I told you I came up in a military home, so yeah. that's just, man. You don't want that. Yeah. You don't want mom finding that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know. How long did it take before you performed like here in Oklahoma? Man, it was instant. Instant. I was so eager, really? man. Yeah, okay. literally probably about a month. I would rap, perform anywhere. And I'm like that about my singing and songwriting now. I yeah. would perform. Like once I feel like I got the song down or mm-hmm. once I feel comfortable enough with my craft, I want to perform seven nights a week. I, okay. I, like I told you, I never say no. Really? If you call me in a week and like, hey, come do another podcast. You I'll down? Come. All yeah. right. I'm going to know. Yeah, man. For <laughs> Someone sure. cancels last minute. I'm be like, hey, Lucius, hey, man, what's up, man? Yeah, dude, I'll be here. <laughs> I'll, hey, I'll never turn you down, yeah. man. Okay. And that's the thing. So as soon as I was able to get on stage, I was like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Performing is where it's at. Feeling the crowd is like a whole different thing. Right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's addicting. Yeah. Right? Like that high that you get. With the crowd like interacting to you live and that yeah. you know call and response sort of thing, it's, it's crazy, just right? di- it's so different than yeah. being in a studio just because you get to feel you get to see the effect right. of your of your craft. Yeah, you know it's like somebody listening to the podcast, man, and they're like, "Hey, I loved it when you said this and this and this." You're like, "Damn, yeah. okay," yep. but you don't hear it till after the fact. But in right. the performance, like you hear the screams, yeah. you see the people jumping up and down. Like, yeah, that is pretty uh, fire, man. Yeah. That's like, super exciting. That's <laughs> is that day. like your favorite, like performing live, or do you enjoy the studio, or what's what's your favorite? I like what I get after the show. 
Okay. I like what I get after the show because when the show's going on, it I have to make a conscious effort to not think about me. Okay. Like when I perform, I don't think about me at all. Like I get nervous up until the point the music comes on, but then I think about it like this. I'm like, well, these people came out to have a good time. This ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so let me play their music. And the so, bombs are sweaty. Yeah, oh, knees weak, arms are heavy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure, yeah. man. Okay, no, that's real. Yeah. But but the way I I cure all that, man, I just think about, man, I want these people to have a good time, you yeah. know. And even though we're not as popular yet, you know, I think about it like that. I'm like, I still want to create, like, you know, a yeah. memorable moment. Like, damn, man, Definitely. I went and saw this artist and he sung this song. It was just crazy, and I gotta follow him. Mm-hmm. So, I think whether it's like five people. Yeah, that, 500, oh, man, 5, that never, like it doesn't matter. No, that never matters. Yeah. That your, never your performance matters. level is always the same. Well, if you're performing good enough, you people come. Okay. You know, if yeah. even whether I don't care what the promotion is, I don't care if it's three people in a crowd, mm-hmm. they'll go outside and pull people that are smoking cigarettes yeah. in like, come hey, in. yeah, listen yeah. to this, listen to this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just about your mindset. If you're if you're delivering to those three people, it's gonna turn into six by yeah. before the end of the set, guaranteed. Okay. So, you know, yeah. it's a lot of ego when people are like, oh, man, you know, I want it to be sold out. No, man, it's right. levels to that, man. Yeah, for you sure. Know? What's been sort of your favorite performance? Do you remember? Like, have you had uh, a favorite show? A favorite show so yeah. far? Um, last year, um, I did the Electronic Lady Fest. Some some electronic concert here okay. in Oklahoma. Like a big festival type yeah, of thing? Yeah, it's like a what? little festival, man. Okay. Somebody... Uh, Somebody contacted me, a buddy of mine. He's a DJ. And he was like, hey, man. He's like, I was thinking about you. Come do this show with me. And I was like, okay. I was like, but it's EDM. And he's yeah. like, yeah, but he's like, I'll, I'll remix one of your songs to make it sound EDM. Okay. And we were in this, um, this like empty, it's Oklahoma, man. So it's like a bull ring or something like that. Really? A lot of dirt everywhere. Really? So it's it like, like in the middle of nowhere? Or yeah, it's the middle of nowhere, yeah. man. It's okay. way out there. Okay. And, um, so when we started, it was like two people. When we were done, it was 21. Wow. You know, okay. it was a lot of people. And man. you were like, uh, when you got there, you're like, where the heck am I? Like, what am I, I doing I was just here? like, or? what is this? Yeah. You know, but it turned out, you know, and then cameras came out and then all these people and then people just got really into it. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's when I started learning. I was like, okay, your your performance isn't about you. It's about right. the listener. It's about people. that They came to have a good time, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you're not a household name yet, you're not a household name yet. That's kind of your job. Yeah. It's just to provide people with the best experience, you yeah. know? So what music. what about that show makes it the most memorable or your favorite? The most memorable is just because it's, it was literally zero. It was nobody but security in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was no, and, and then 30 minutes later, it was packed. It was uh, about okay. 20 people in there. And okay. that's packed to me because I, when I started off, I was singing to nobody. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, at the end of it, it was like, yeah. wow. That's awesome. Yeah. How did you start singing? Like, at what point that you're like, okay, maybe I can sing? Or, you know, I'd be a little uh, bit afraid, right? If I was been rapping, then all of a sudden, like, singing. How did it start? Man, I just self belief. Yeah. And a lot of <laughs> lessons. <laughs> so you took lessons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah online like, lessons. I don't online. know if that counts as I mean, real lessons. You know, yeah. I uh, especially in today's day and age with tech, right? Like, yeah. I uh, uh, I so what I did was I looked looked people up and I was like, okay, how do I, how do I start singing? And it was like, okay, so I know piano. I know the the notes on the piano and I know yeah. chords. So I was like, okay, let me do Ray So, you know, follow mm. along with the piano. And I was yeah. like, okay, this sounds like this. And then afterwards I never went back to the lessons. 
I stopped them and then I just start repetition. Really? Yeah. Okay. I sing every day now. Okay. Like a lot. Now I'm not, you know, I guess it's a, I'm not, I can't say R. Kelly, but that's the first thing that came to my <laughs> no, mind. No, you definitely don't want it. Yeah, definitely it's not new, R. Kelly. It's a new yeah. day. Yeah, maybe but like Usher. Usher, you know, like. I'm not like, I'm not R&B level singing, <laughs> yeah. but, and I also find with alternative music or country music, it's not really about your voice. It's mm -hmm. about writing songs yeah. that fit your voice. And so I write all my music. Mm -hmm. And so I can write a song that fits my voice that makes me sound better than I sound. Okay. You know, it's the words I say, it's the things like that. So. Yeah. And right now, I definitely see sort of like your rock influence in your singing, yeah. right? But you were telling me that you want to explore country music. Tell I me do. About that. I do, ma'am. <laughs> I have this happen? infectious thing about country right now, and I don't know what it is. I'm not talking about real country like George Strait. I'm talking about like more modern but not so pop. I, okay. I would say it's more Americana. And the reason why. So like Chris Stapleton. Oh, Luke yeah. Combs, something yeah. Like that. Yeah. That stuff, man. Okay. And and even Ryan up church, man. Like okay. I got into that because like we were talking about transitioning from rap. Yeah. I started listening to country music and I was like, damn, do you hear what these people are saying? Right. You know, just yeah. their ability. And then even like you like take uh Latino culture, you know, it's kind of like they cowboys too. Yeah. So, you know, and yeah. it's, it's, if you your ability to tell a story, mm -hmm. make it rhyme, put a melody on it, make it make it make sense, yeah. you know that's beautiful and that takes real skill. So I'm about okay. anything that's going to stretch me. Okay. And so I was like, okay, when I listen to a country song, there's a clear theme, you yeah. know, I know exactly what's happening in the story, and I, and I want to do that. That's cool. So, pie in the sky country collab. Who would you want to collab with? Man, pie in the sky country collab. <laughs> Right now, oh, that's a such a good question. Right now, there's so many good new artists in country. You know what, man? I feel like the person that I would mold the most with. Now, I don't know any of these people's personal, but I would right. say Ryan Upchurch, man. Okay, for right. real, just because he raps too, and then he also does the country thing, and he's okay. a, he's a pretty decent songwriter, man. Yeah, okay. not pretty decent. It's it's crafty, it's good, and it's yeah. it's real. So, and then, now. Being African American and wanting to go to country, that I kind of got my eye on that too. I'm like, okay, I don't know how that's gonna work, cause you know, like let's let's see. You yeah, know, I'm not. I'm, I might not pull up in Nashville directly right now, but I need <laughs> I need to figure that out. I mean, people have laid the way, right? Like, who's the guy from uh, Hootie and the Blowfish? Oh, right? uh, like, oh uh, man, what's his name? Rucker, uh, right? Rucker. Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. been done, right? Like, yeah, it's been done. Yeah, but then there's this this you know once people see you as that you mm -hmm. know is that all they're going to think you are True. you know what i'm saying True. and then I'm, I'm grateful that i was able to um put out rap first because that way you can't be like, oh man this guy's whitewashed I'm yeah. like, nah. <laughs> right listen nah. to my catalog yeah right? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah check yeah. the catalog man. Yeah. i was really out here so yeah um but what no about uh kane brown what do you think about kane brown man kane brown it's more like that's that's more the pop country i wouldn't yeah. mind it like i said i never say no yeah, yeah man i can't just I can't just go 100% pop like yeah, that. You know, yeah. I think some of my songs are pop, but yeah. I, I just haven't studied it enough. I haven't mm. listened to him enough to develop a, a firm opinion. Okay. Um, of course, I got I got on the, they call it uh, the Amazon boot cowboys. So it's like I, I got on this Zach Bryan thing, <laughs> man, where I was yeah. just like, I heard it and I was like, man, okay, cool. And I just, mm. it, it's not the music itself, it's the ability to put a, a story together like that. Right. And so that um that definitely turns me on, man. 
yeah. creatively. I bet if you listen to old school, I mean, you you may have already, right? Yeah. Like some like Merle Haggard or Johnny uh, Cash or something. No, you I did. Talk about I did. Like storytelling, yeah. like those dudes. Like, I did. I did go through the classic Johnny yeah. Cash, you know, Ring of Fire. Yeah. I did listen to about two of his songs. Okay. And that was, man, it's just crazy, man. Yeah. Like the melodies. I mean, and, they're like kind of like the gangster country guys. Yeah, like, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's outlaws, man. Those yeah. guys are, are, are breaking the mold. Mm -hmm. And it's just beautiful to see another culture, man. I get yeah. bored. You know what I'm saying? I get bored really, really easy. Mm -hmm. And I also like, um, there's an artist I'm really into right now. It's Maggie Rogers. So, of course, I heard her from the Dawn's thing, but then I went to her catalog. Yeah. And it and that's something that's really beautiful. Like, it's not country. It's not folk. It's not pop. It's a little bit of everything. Okay. And that interests me a lot. Cool. So, do you already have some songs that you've written with country in mind? Or you're still kind of trying to get in that space? Man, uh, TikTok is a beautiful thing, man. I've been uh, riding with people in Nashville via TikTok. No way. No, seriously. Really? Yeah. How did that happen? Man, just getting a message, a yeah. random message. I, I get like four messages a week from the songs that I'm putting out now. Okay. And they're like, hey, jump on this song. I, I work out in Nashville. Wow. And like I said, I never say no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they send it. I send it back same day, man. same night, whenever. So you already got stuff that you've laid down? Like, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So you've, yeah. you're already in it. Like I was thinking that you were kind of like exploring, nah, man, toying with the idea, but you're already nah, in I'm it. I'm already in it, man. Okay. I play some for my, my buddy on okay. the way up here. Cool. Yeah. So when can we expect some of that stuff to be released? Man, <laughs> you know, I've been putting out a lot of music, so it'll be, definitely be soon. Yeah. Definitely be soon, man. Sometime okay. this year, you know, and I want to be able to perform it too. So yeah. I've been learning a little bit of dobro, like trying to. Yeah, you might have to like come up with the band all of a sudden, yeah. right? You know to what? I've been, I've been, right? I've been planning that. So the way yeah. I can program MIDI, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And when you get in a band, it gets tricky because right. you get a lot of egos. Yeah, and then people want their money. Yep, you know what I mean. So I was <laughs> yeah. like, okay, how and then am you got to practice, right? Logistics of moving everybody around, yeah. hotels, all, everything. Yeah, right? man. So yeah. I always think about, okay, how to, how am I going to maneuver that? So one of my favorite artists right now is Ed Sheeran, and uh, I was able to see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's this crazy what he does Lying, by himself, dude. man. You know, and so yeah. the looper pedal. There's so many yeah. ways, and also just programming the drums. It, I think I'm going to go that route, and that's going to yeah. allow me to not have to depend on a band okay you know and then you keep 100 percent. oh yeah that's, <laughs> right? yeah that's the you know <laughs> he caught me right there right? yeah yeah when yeah. you get that show money man yeah. it's um you know even at this level it's a beautiful thing man because yeah. you're like wow i just got paid to sing i just yeah. got paid to rap whatever have you been to like nashville or maybe like south by or anything to man like i have a crazy south by stories around like 2015 16 i played south by southwest twice okay and man um one year it, Lil Wayne was down there, I think. So I guess it was 2013. Lil Wayne was down there, and then like Prince was down. It was crazy stuff. And then wow. I was playing a show with my band, and Bushwick Bill from the Ghetto Boys came and watched us perform. No way. Yeah. Really? So it was pretty cool. That's South crazy. by Southwest. Yeah. I definitely want to do that again. Yeah, because you never know like who's watching. Oh, you, yeah. Right? People just, yeah. just stumble in, man. Yeah. In and out. It's just a beautiful thing, man. What about Nashville? Man, I would love to go to Nashville. Yeah. You know, I would love to. I want to keep working on developing an audience and then kind of see okay. where they are and cool. i want to make my way out there so a beautiful thing is like with spotify you got analytics or right. even youtube even yeah. at the level i'm at now i'm still able to look and say okay you know people are a lot i get a lot of streams in new york okay. and so it's like okay let's see you know yeah i was reading where um i think it was uh russ 
that was looking at his yeah. analytics and he plans his tour based on the analytics yeah. so he can say like hey there's a lot of people in this random town yeah right and i'm gonna go there and tour because i know i've got an audience yeah, there, right? yeah. it's crazy and what you can do with all the analytics it right? is man and you know i i listen to a lot of russ too i should okay. put him in my top five man yeah yeah dude that <laughs> i dude. mean he's always like independent you got to do it your own like he's that, always preaching that, that right? guy's information man has yeah. changed my life yeah um and because it's tell like there's a lot of anti-russ on the internet you know sometimes yeah but it's true man like putting out the song a week and just being consistent with your audience mm -hmm. posting daily talking to people yep you know word gets out and there there's no other substitute for hard work so it, right. it works man i feel like i bring up russ all the time right yeah. on the podcast but if you really listen to what he's saying he's laying down the, the groundwork right it's real. so yeah. about being independent you know keeping your royalties you can do it on your own don't yeah. spend the money on a chain, invest it back in yeah. your studio or whatever, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Buy your house first. Right. You know? So that's, yeah, yeah man, I, I wish that was out 10 years ago, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or five years ago, but it, it, I mean, I guess it was. But yeah, man, that information, yeah, it's real. It works. Everything that guy's saying, I think it's 100% true. Cool. You know? Yeah, yeah. so I, I think you're, you're headed in the right direction. Do you think you always want to stay independent or do you think... If the right deal is presented, you might go record label. Man, I'm not gonna lie. I would go. I would go to you a would. record label. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But now I have another mentor. His name is. Um, he's not as popular as Russ, but he's he's making waves. His name is Manifest, and he was able. Good. He taught me so much. Um, he showed me that like record deals are not necessarily bad. It's just about having leverage. So if you already done the work. And, and there's so much information out now. Like if you've already done the work, you have the audience, mm -hmm. um, you're doing the shows, you're doing what you need to do. You're not looking for a record label to carry you. Right. And you have, you, you've already proven yourself to be successful. A record deal is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. You know, nowadays um, with a bunch of people, it's like a record deal is like a cuss word, but that's if you're coming in with no leverage, you don't yeah. have an audience, you need the record label to do more work. And, mm -hmm. and honestly, if you're not as popular, they're probably not going to do as much work as you need them to do. So if you've done the groundwork and you've put in the work from my understanding, um, then a record deal shouldn't be a bad thing. It's just another way to increase your exposure. Yeah. And I guess just read the fine print. Don't yeah. get into a 360 or something right, like that where right. they're keeping all your merch and keeping everything. And right? you know what? A 360 might not be bad for you. It just depends oh, yeah? on the time. You know, if you yeah. do that for one year. So if you already have an audience and mm -hmm. you're already making money. And you say, "Hey, man, I'm gonna go to uh, I'm gonna go to Republic, right? I'm gonna go to Republic for a year. So it's a crappy deal. Yeah. But I have my catalog. I'm already making money from my catalog. I'm I already have an audience. So the purpose of a record deal is to bring your business up a right. little bit higher. You know. So if you're recording music under a record deal for like a year, and you partner with them on that music, then they can make money off that music. But you already got music, and you're gonna make more music. So yeah. So yeah. for the people out there, maybe there's somebody listening that they want to follow in your footsteps. What would be some of the, the recommendations that you would give them? Man, read. Read. Okay. Read. I'm an avid reader. Okay. I read like crazy. Even Just about what? Everything? or Self-belief. 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 Okay. So the key to all this stuff is self-belief. Like, okay. like you were asking me earlier, you said, man, how did you go from rapping to singing? I, right. I literally have to believe in myself. Mm -hmm. Like I have to think... It was nerve wracking putting out those first few songs because I was yeah. like, 
how are people going to perceive this? Then I was like, right. nobody's watching yet. Who cares? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And so... Um, that reminds me. So an important thing that we were about to record and you're like, hey, a crazy thing about me is I delete all my social media. Right? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you're like, I post and then I delete it. I delete right? it, yeah. So tell me about that. Like, is that kind of like just because you don't want to hear Man, the nonsense? Man, I believe what? in the subconscious mind a lot. Yeah. And I think like, dude, you just, it's hypnotic. You know what I'm saying? And then two, people say crazy stuff on the internet, yeah. man. So, you know, yeah. sometimes it's really good. I don't get negative stuff on it. Ever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, man, nah, I just, don't, I don't like to browse it because, mm -hmm. like, if somebody's like, hey, man, I really, really love that song. Mm -hmm. You know, I really, really love that song. Um, it could go to my head. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, I got to make another one. Yeah, and you got to think the people that are being so negative, they hate their life so much that they got to yeah. take time out of their life yeah. just to, to give you a random negative comment. Yeah, right? yeah. I've, yeah, I've had I've had the negative comment um, on a video or something like that, you know, and I was just like, ah, oh, come on, man. It's usually from a weird spam account. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like somebody like, like, dude, come on, put your face right. up there. Put yeah, because you always click. There. It's always like an empty profile. Yeah, no or blocked. It's private. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So they're having a bad day and they yeah. just want to spew some hate on the internet. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't pay that pay that any attention. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to stop me from creating. I don't mm -hmm. care what you say. You could say you hate it. You could put out, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go write another song. So right. by the time you're judging me on this song, I've already written the next 10 songs. Right. So I'm going to copyright right here. The Lucia's method is post and ghost. Yeah, post yeah. and ghost, man. Post, <laughs> yeah. I post and I don't check it till the yeah. next day. Okay. And I even if I do check it, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't care what yeah. it does. I don't think about that. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't watch that. Yeah. Like So another thing, I know that you're a big believer of routines. Yeah, right? huge. Tell me about that. Huge. I stick to my daily routine. I don't break it for nobody. What's like a typical routine? Uh, routine is I get up around 5 a.m. I write a song. I go work out for about an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. Then um, after that, I come back and I write, I write, I write, I write, I write. And then I practice guitar for about three hours. Okay. And then um, I also I make some like relaxation music just for myself, like mm -hmm. like some ambient stuff I do for myself. And then I post, I make content, and then that's it. That's cool. Yeah. That's like not the typical musician life right like you always yeah. hear about musicians stay up all night and then sleep until like half the day nah, or something man. no real schedule no real like you know i, I did that before yeah. man it's hard to track your productivity that way yeah for sure you know and especially you gotta you're also as a musician you're a business yeah you know what i mean so it's like you look at you know ceos man richard branson alex ramosi all these guys mm -hmm. man those guys are going to bed man yeah. Like all this stuff. And there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm in the music industry, so I got to stay up till 4 a.m. But there is no, the circadian rhythm is for you to, it's, that's a belief. If you're saying, mm -hmm. oh, I'm more creative at three o'clock in the morning, you know, if you believe you are, you are, man. But yeah. all right, I write a hot song, man, at 10 a.m., mm -hmm. 11 a.m., 12, 12 afternoon. It don't okay. matter. That's cool. You yeah. Know? I like that. So you kind of flipped it. You're able to be more productive that way. You need yeah. sleep, man. Yeah, like one of my sure. one of my favorite rappers yeah. is Lil Wayne, right? Yeah. And Lil Wayne, you know, we all love like the we love the syrup, we love the weed, and the like. I don't sleep twenty four, you know, two or three days. He goes two right. or three days. But now so look, at, crazy. you can look now, like mm -hmm. what happens to yeah. you 
after. And he's had some close calls where he's like, yeah. you know, gotten like hospitalized and stuff. It's yeah, man. So, stuff. you know, as a musician, you got to oh. be smart about that. Like health, yeah. health is wealth. You know, we all want to be rich and we all want to make money, mm-hmm. but it's like your first money is your health, man. So I prioritize that. Yeah. I, I get my sleep, man. Cool. So for the people out there that want to follow your stuff, like go ahead, plug in your social. Where um, can they find everything? Lucius Coldstone um, on TikTok, L-U-C-I-U-S Coldstone or Lucius 444. Um, YouTube, Lucius Coldstone. Coldstone like the ice cream. Yeah. Um, okay. Is that where that comes from? Or yeah, what? yeah. 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 That's where okay. it comes from, man. I, I, was, I, I love Coldstone <laughs> yeah. ice cream, man. I was okay. just eat I, back in a college days man i would just eat it yeah ridiculous okay. ridiculous ridiculous amounts so, yeah you know and they put it you know they put it on the, the slab man oh, like the, that little marble bad, slab and then they yeah. flip it over and press it down oh yeah you know what yeah. i mean so yeah. it's good <laughs> now wise <laughs> yeah man yeah. so it's just lucius coldstone okay. any anywhere you know google it uh lucius coldstone.com also on instagram it's lucius coldstone Cool. And that's where you can find me. Are you about to drop any project or anything? I'm putting so, out a new song tomorrow. Tomorrow? Okay. Yeah, I put Perfect. out a new song. I put out another right. song. Um, the song tomorrow, it's going to be called All I Need. Okay. And um, it's a, it's a, another love story. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So it's pretty cool. I'm excited about that. All right. So we are running out of time. We're awesome. definitely going to have awesome. to come you back. And especially you said you never say no. So. No, I never say no, man. <laughs> Next time you see me, yeah. I'll bring my guitar in and we're yeah. going to do some live yeah. performances cool. in studio. Yeah. So sure. before we sign off, I always ask the guests to tell me something about them that most people don't know about them. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. I'm a vegan. Vegan. Okay. How'd yeah. you get into that? Um, man, I was on a fast. I was on a Daniel fast when I was like 15 and okay. I just, I didn't like eating meat after that. Okay. Yeah. And you found that you sort of like your metabolism and your I just feel energy, great. you just feel better that I way? I feel good. Well, okay. I guess yeah, well, I guess some people are going to be pissed off. They're like, how you eat ice cream? You're a vegan. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't hate on the yeah. cows. I don't eat the cow, but I'm going right. to eat what comes from I guess I'm a vegetarian, you know. But, yeah. okay. no, man, yeah, that's something that people don't know about me. Okay. For sure. Cool. All right. Well, I want to thank you for your time. I hey, mean, thank you, Louis. I, Thanks for having awesome me. awesome conversation, and I really dig your catalog. And especially how creative. I mean, you're Thank like you. you're like a, a chameleon, like everywhere, right? Like yeah. all the different genres, all the different styles. Like, Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the super talented Lucius Coltson on the Maverick Podcast. Keep grinding because in dreams, we trust. Awesome.